This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. My name is Sean O'Loughlin, and I'm the host of YNL along with my dad, Jim O'Loughlin, and this is the very first St. Patrick's Day special episode. So we're bringing some traditional Irish songs today that have a significance in our life that we like, but we also talk about a whole lot of other songs and artists that you may want on a fun St. Patrick's Day playlist. So to get right into it, my dad is talking about Bing Crosby's rendition of Galway Bay, and I am talking about The Rocky Road to Dublin and Kid on the Mountain by Gaelic Storm. So let's get into it. If you don't know these songs or you aren't familiar with traditional Irish music, then you're not listening. So clean out your ears and listen up. Get on the flow! I should be drinking whiskey right now. I am. Uh, you know, I can see that. I'm kind of jealous. Maybe I'll have one after. Five Farms. That's what, that's what you're Irish drinking? Irish whiskey, yeah. Where's yeah. it from? Uh, Ireland. It's it's really um, one of the... I like all of the um, the cream ones, I, but I don't like Bailey's. I like this one best. Irish whiskey from Ireland. Yeah. Hmm, who knew? I know. I know. What a, what a novel concept. <laughs> so... I don't. I don't like Irish cream. I can't. I can't yeah, do see, it. I. I like. I don't like Bailey's. I think that's a hype one and stuff. I don't like it as much since I found other things. And this one's really smooth. The little ice, tinkle, tinkle, and then a little water, and it's a nice uh, after dinner drink. It's so. too. It's too sweet for me. I can't do it. Yeah, I know. I've had some Irish whiskey with you, and you, the stuff you drink is, <laughs> you know. Happy almost St. Patrick's Day. Woohoo! It's coming. Best time of the year. Best time of the year. It's coming. Yeah. So with St. Patrick's Day coming, I figured we should talk about some Irish music. I can do this for the next 10 episodes if you'd like. Well, we could do, do literally there are podcasts, just full podcasts completely dedicated to Irish music. I have to find those. One of them is called the Irish and Celtic Music Podcast. Who knew? Right. Wow. That's unique. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. With uh, Mike Gunn, I think his name. He's a he's he he just plays music. He just plays Irish and Celtic music from like, oh, see, like in, that, indie, yeah. indie artists. Uh, and he's he's a musician himself too. So he plays his own stuff, which is pretty cool. So I had a hard time with this one. Yeah, I, Be- I did too. Because the, as you know, I mean, anybody who knows us, that we both love Celtic music, and is I started to do some some kind of deep searching and realized there's a million different types of Irish music, which mm-hmm. I kind of knew, but I never really kind of thought about it that much. It just kind of like listened to it and enjoyed it for, for what it was, you know, whether it's going to be the punk stuff of the, of the Murphys or, or the very traditional stuff or the, or the, um, the stuff we hear in a pub, you know, which right. is traditional Irish you know, or folk music or, you know, some of the newer stuff. And it's like, okay, what do I want to do with this? Because I know you wanted, the, especially the first one, you want to be something a little more traditional rather than something that's a little more offbeat. Um, and I didn't want to go too cheesy, but there's like, wow, there's a lot of different styles of stuff. Here's the thing. Living in America, and especially living in the Boston area. And being Irish. When St. Patrick's Day comes around, you know, it's people don't call it St. Patrick's Day. Most people call it St. Patty's Day, which is actually offensive to some folks. It is. Um, yeah. 
but it's like and folks it's not patty it's patty p-a-d-d-y well it's patrick really it's saint patrick (laughs) but what you see is people just running around in the streets covered in green and light up shamrock necklaces and drinking green beer and so then all they know is like the whose line is it anyway the haiti 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 and it's like that's not (laughs) what we're looking at and so i really thought that it would be good to Look at some more traditional Irish music that's been performed in clubs and pubs all you know for a really long time um, because it's yep. kind of the root of a lot of Irish stories and you know there's is there's got a really kind of specific personality to that type of music and it's usually full of humor right. and they're telling really good stories and it usually does involve a lot of alcohol which is also fun so it's like you know it's a <laughs> i think i thought that was a good place to start i mean obviously i'm a huge fan of the the irish punk stuff i've been listening to dropkick murphy's for a very very long time yep. and bands like the tossers and bollocks and you know other creative funny names yep flogging molly, uh, flogging yep. molly. i mean yep. i love irish punk music and I, yep. i'll probably get some of that in uh in another episode down the road but i thought i would stick with songs that are a little bit more traditional today and the band that i'm the band that performs the ver- version of the song i'm doing today is modern they're still playing they're young guys it's not like i'm i was going to do a song by the dubliners which is from like you know the 50s or the 60s. Yeah, um, I almost did the same thing, right? Right. They're so classic. Right. But I really have always kind of liked this version of this song, and I think it's a little more, little more, it's an old traditional song that was written in like the 1800s, but it's played by a modern band, and they do something cool with it at the end. So I, I figured I would I would talk about that. So I'm, while we're talking about it, I'm doing uh, The Rocky Road to Dublin, and Kid on the, it's The Rocky Road to Dublin slash Kid on the Mountain, when we'll get into kind of why I'm talking about both of those. Uh, and it's by this version is by Gaelic Storm. Wow. Who is the session band that plays in the movie Titanic? Titanic. Yep. Right. And when they're in steerage doing the dancing and stuff. Yep. And there's something um, interesting about that as well we'll talk about because it actually probably shouldn't have been happening uh, in that movie. But we'll talk about that when we get to my song. But it's your turn for your song to go first. So what do you got? Oh, it is. Mine? Yeah. Well, see, I was gonna, I was gonna do a lot of different things that was gonna bring me in some different directions too. In fact, you just changed because a couple of days ago you were saying you were gonna do another song, correct? Yeah, I was gonna okay. do. Well, it was still gonna be a modern singing right. group. It was. I was gonna do the Irish Rover because that's my favorite traditional like sing along Irish pub song, uh, and I right. love the story that it tells. But I have a little bit more history. I just discovered that song a few years ago. I have a little bit more history with the Irish Rover. Yeah, I, I hadn't even heard that song till a few years ago. But this song, oh, okay. I, I I found this CD. I, I ended up getting the CD when I was in like middle school or early early high school, and I really loved this song off it. So that's why I chose that. So I did switch, kind of last minute. Okay, well, throwing me a curve. Yep. So I I um was actually leaning towards the Pogues, or actually I had one by Dropkick Murphys that we actually played at your wedding forever. Um, I was oh. thinking about that. Oh, I love that song. Uh, can I, I tell a quick so, story I mean, they were, they were, of that song? Yes, um, sure. Great song. Shout out to Ray Zirko who played it at your wedding, by the way. Great version of it. Oh, yeah, he killed it. When I So for any listeners who don't know, I have multiple sclerosis, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it. Some people think it's weird that I like that I talk about it, but 
when I was in the hospital, right after I got diagnosed, I was having a really bad flare up. I couldn't like, I couldn't walk. You remember this? I couldn't walk. I couldn't even lift yes. up a water bottle. I lost all the strength in my right yep. side. So I was I like, carry you. I was like bedridden in the hospital. And I had this guy who was my roommate when I was staying in the hospital. I don't remember what his issue was, but I, you know, it must've been something neurological because of the floor we were on, but he was a, an amazing guy and he loved music and yep. we would talk music for hours while we're just laying in bed. Um, perfect, perfect guy for you too. Cause you needed somebody at that point. Yeah, it was awesome. And he was so optimistic and so happy and so kind of like, he just like loved life and he wasn't worried about why he was there or what was going to happen next. He just loved it. And he loved music so much. He had a and little, we were, and we were all terrified. Right, right. And he had a little iPod. It was like one of the small iPods with the, where the screen takes up the entire thing, you know, the little square iPods. Um, and he got discharged and I was staying and as he was leaving, he handed me this iPod and he said, this is for you, man. He's like, this is what got me through when I was here. You keep this. And it was amazing. And I put it on and I put it on shuffle. And the first song that came on was forever by the dropkick Murphys. Wow. And I was, I, I just like, I just cried. I wow. couldn't like, I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't, fortunately I was alone, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I couldn't like handle it. Like I just, I just start. I just like broke down because I was scared and didn't know if I'd ever walk again or, you know, what was going on with that. And that song is really super duper emotional and yes. it just like all caught up with me. And that, so that song is, that song's really special to me. Yeah. And fast forward, we played at your wedding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a friend, a good friend of mine who's a tremendous uh, uh, singer and, and guitar player and, and entertainer, Ray Zirkel, uh, who if, if you ever get a chance to see him, go check him out called him up and on the spot he said yep i'll do it without question he came up and played it live uh in the church and it was perfect uh, and he, he was a little hes- he played it for little- like 10 minutes straight too because it was during communion yes yeah it was one that he just had to kind of play over and over and, and um just kind of improvise with it but it's a it's a fast song from the murphys uh yeah, and he had to slow I it guess. down yeah but it, it's not a love song i mean it is but it's with with obviously a punk spin and he made it into a song that was very appropriate and and to play great in a church full of 200 people. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great song. It's great. But you know what? Yeah. We're not talking about that song today. We're not doing that Even one though we already did. So, <laughs> so I was leaning towards that, but I chose not to. So I decided to go back. I, I started to think about, you know, now that, that I'm an old guy and everything else, and I've always kind of had this connection with, with Ireland and always had this, you know, and, and my, my image of Ireland is, you know, from the movies because that's what I learned growing up. And mom was, was Scottish. My dad was obviously Irish with a name like O'Loughlin, but... You know, not having my, my dad around because he died when I was young and not know, really knowing my mom's heritage too much, I was kind of like forced to find it on my own. Mm-hmm. So I found it through music. And one of the things I found was was the, the traditional Bing Crosby stuff because that's what you listened to back then. Um, and I think I have three or four LPs, you know, uh, vinyl albums of his uh, all Irish stuff. And I just know it from, you know, start to finish on that. And one of the songs on there was, was a song I'm going to do, which is Galway Bay. And it's pretty much a, a love song from uh, the immigrants who have left Ireland, and this this beautiful version of vision of of what they think um, Ireland was and or should be, and how they they long to to kind of be back there again. So very emotional, very kind of love song, you know, to but to a country, and all the different versions of it that you see. I think Bing Crosby does the best one. Now Bing Crosby is famous for Danny Boy, and you know when I was I was smiling, and all the traditional, the very traditional ones that I grew up listening to, but. Um, this combined with the fact that you and I did get the chance to go and visit Galway 
just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a good one to get started on. So I wanted to make sure we kind of could share it and just, I don't have a huge amount to say after we listen to it because it's it's more about the, the impression it's left on me, but um, the song itself is pretty interesting. Galway Bay by um, Bing Crosby. All right, let's go listen to it. Uh, and then I'm excited to kind of hear your story and how this has impacted your life. Yeah. So yep. go t- to the show notes and click on the link for the playlist or for the YouTube video and listen to it and then come back and we'll talk about it. You think? I didn't I don't didn't know that song. I don't know that you one. You didn't know that nope. really. Okay. No, I don't know um, that one. Bordering on schmaltzy, but again, that's the the era. Well it's that you know? it's they just they there's so many when all the songs that Bing Crosby does, there's so many like the strings are in your face, you know. Yep. All the orchestration. Yeah. Yep. And it's just it's just such a specific sound. It's to me. It's so. It's it's just so Christmassy because of it's Bing Crosby <laughs> right, and I. Right. The Bing Crosby I was raised on was White Christmas. Right. Right. Yeah. It's and similar. so even when he's doing the Irish stuff, you know, I I've never been into the Bing Crosby Irish stuff. It doesn't quite do it nope. for nope. me, but it's because it's that kind of forties lounge singer. It sounds yep. so American to me. That's yeah, what it is. It does. So. I haven't. You That's know, why you, I, you I struggled with this because I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do something that was so American, you know, for the um, the Irish stuff. It's just such a such an American sound, like a, a you know, for, from that era, like that defined American entertainment in the 1940s right. and 50s. Like this is the sound. So you really need to pay attention. Like even when he's singing something like what's the big one, the Tuuralura or yeah, and it's like. It's or Danny Boy. So, or Danny, yeah, I mean, it's so American, but that's yep. just because of, of the way that he sings it. And so you really, you know, those, the songs are the songs and they're still traditional Irish songs and they tell good stories. And this is a pretty good story. Yeah. It's a love song. I think it's one of those that is most songs uh, of that era and in, in, of, um, you know, Irish descent, like everyone's done this mm-hmm. and every, probably every Irish singer has done it too. So you can do it, you can listen to it with an Irish spin and it's going to feel different. I just mm-hmm. did Bing Crosby because, you know, number one, it's kind of like my, my first foray into Irish music when I was a kid. This is the stuff I listened to like, oh, yep. this sounds cool. I think I'm going to like this Ireland thing and been in, in love with, you know, the, the thought of, of Ireland and, and the romance of it, um, you know, ever since I was, I don't know, eight, ten years old, you know, when I first started really getting, kind of getting into music. So this is always my my mm-hmm. initial image, along with Danny Boy, which I was going to do Danny Boy, but that was almost too predictable. That'd be like doing White Christmas, you know, kind of thing if we did right, a Christmas yeah. version. Yeah, and Danny and Boy that's is, another is one so that sad. I don't really ever listen to. You know, there's some of those ones that like the ones that are associated with like this St. Patty's Day. I right. don't even listen to right. those songs anymore because it's right. just it right. doesn't evoke the the kind of feelings that most traditional Irish songs or Irish pub songs or whatever do right. for me, right. you know. So, but but see, Danny Boy and Trollora Laura and What Irish Eyes Are Smiling—that was all the Bing Crosby yeah. stuff. That again was my my first kind of introduction to it. And again, you know, it's so traditional, but it's it's an American version of of the traditional stuff. But it's also a song that everyone else else has done. You know, Dennis O'Day and all these other kind of you know people, these these Irish singers. Well, I looked um, up. I before we got on, I looked it up, and yeah. I was listening to a bunch of different versions of it, including even Celtic Women, which is. Yes, um, and they all sound they they all sing it the same way, same melody, oh, yeah, same. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think it's all delivered in the same in yeah. the same way. It, just he just that, has such a distinct voice that makes that makes yep. it sound more American. 
And and I guess you know when it was written originally, uh, th- there's like two versions. There's one that is kind of the the hometown people in Galway, people in Ireland, Ireland love it. It's called Al Galway or something like that. Uh, it's a little different version, a little mm-hmm. different words and all. And this is the Americanized version. And I think it's a little more sanitized. I think it's also from what they said. They took out some of the the words to make it less political to make sure that it wasn't something that's going to be controversial because. If you notice in the third verse, uh, when it starts talking about, you know, that they're going to come and, and teach us their way, that that was um, a different political yep. kind of spin or bend on things that um, they didn't want to have in, in the Americanized and the, and the Bing Crosby version of it. You know, and it was basically hmm. just the, the resolve to, to not have anybody from, you know, the English rule kind of change this kind of thing. And they, they were always making kind of really strong statements about that, but they didn't want to have that as part of the Bing Crosby version of it, so they changed it a little. But right. again, interesting. Well, here's the, the thing the about Irish tr- music. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say the image of sitting on a porch somewhere, you know, after you moved, you know, from you moved from Dublin or Belfast or Galway or whatever, you know, you're sitting on a porch or you're in Bo- Brooklyn and you're thinking about what it would be like be- being back at the home country. I think this is the imagery that a lot of times it would be portrayed of, you mm-hmm. know, this, this perfect idyllic setting and, you know, the women working in the fields and the beautiful sunsets and all that. And, you know, that that's what it comes down to. So I'm sorry, I interrupted. Right. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, here's the, the, the thing about these traditional Irish songs are that if you, if like, if you have one song, like say, if you take, like, what's a song that everybody knows? If you take, um, the wild rover, well, the wild right. rover might not be as, as good of a example because that one is kind of done the same by everybody. But right. if you take a song like Finnegan's Wake, which is, you'll, I mean, if you go to any bar, uh, the weekend around St. Patrick's Day, Everyone's you're going to hear songs, Wake, yeah. you're going to, you're going to hear Finnegan's Wake, you're going to hear the wild rover. But there's a whole list of songs that we, we can, we can go, go mm-hmm. down, but you know, the, uh, Black Velvet Band, oh, Black yeah, Velvet yeah. Band is actually a really good example for this. So so black velvet band is co- is played by everyone anyone who does irish music has done black velvet band and if you listen to all the different versions of it the lyrics vary like crazy yes and i think yes. what it is is it's just people sing it the way that it was sung to them so however right. they first heard it like that those are the words that they're going to sing some of some right. of the songs have whole entire verses that are in some versions and left out of other versions um the the one i was going to do I, the Irish Rover is one of those songs that there's a verse that is sometimes included and sometimes isn't depending on who's yep. playing it. And the words are always a little bit different. Sometimes if, you know, if there's numbers in it, they'll do different numbers or years or things like that. And it's just the way that they're performed. And so I think well, you see a lot of that. The, the words are different. So I'm not surprised I, that these, they were changed for this version as well. Because I think that comes back to the traditional uh, folk songs, you know, and, and again, right. who, where they learned it when they were being, you know, having it sung to them. But it's also, I think it's also regional, even in Ireland, you know, so if you hear it in Northern Ireland versus here in other parts of, of the country, it's going to have different verses too. And I, that, I read about that as well. And, you know, they'll throw in Dublin instead of, yeah. instead of um, Belfast or something. So everybody has their own different spin on that. I almost did that song, mm-hmm. in fact, um, that or Raglan yeah. Road I was going to do. So, yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, again, it, you know, my traditional side of it, it's an immigrant song. It's a love song, obviously, for Ireland. The other version of why I, I think I always fell in love with Ireland, and, and as you know, you and Katie are both named from a movie about Ireland in The Quiet Man with John Wayne. Mm-hmm. This was in it. Yep. You know, there's, there was there was a lot of different um, yep. uh, traditional folk songs sung in, in different parts of it and stuff. There was a, a portion of this sung in it too. So little by little, I think it's always and kind also of been someone who, in my brain. And also someone who is probably the most American person ever is in that movie. John Wayne. John Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. 
the most American guy playing the most Irish guy, right? That time, right? You know what I liked about this song? I liked at the end, one of the, and during the last verse, although I can't really figure out where he broke up the verses. It's kind of just one long verse. But near the end, he says something about, um, like, tell the Lord to make my heaven yeah. Galway or something. I'm not sure what, yeah. exactly what he says. Yeah, the last the last verse. So the, the third verse is the political verse, and the fourth verse is the, um, as a lot of Irish traditional uh, folk songs are, the death one. You know, so... Right. And if, you know, if there is a life thereafter and all that stuff, and he mentions, you know, make my home in Galway Bay or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brings right. it home. And I love that because my favorite book is The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Yep. And one of the things that I love most about the story in that book is that every person's heaven is different and specific to their personality and their life and what they love and what their ideals are and everything. And and what, re- like, it really gets down into the core of who you are as a person um, and it's really deeply personal for each, for every single person on earth. And it's different. And I love that. And I really thought it was cool how he said that in, in this song, like, I want my heaven to be the land across from the Irish sea or something right. like that. Right. Um, right. and I thought that was, I just thought that's really cool. That really painted a, a picture of kind of who this guy is and how much he loves where he came from. And so it's a good wrap up to that story. And it made me think of that book, which I just love. So. Right. Well, and you think about it, you know, if you're somebody who was forced to leave the uh, the country because of the famine or whatever the, 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 the circumstance happened to be, and you go to America, and you long to be with your family, you long to be back in, um, back you know, home. in, your, home, in, in your home country, the, the romantic side of the things you remember, you sing about it in, in ways like this, and it's so lush, and it's so beautiful, and you know, and if I die, I want to be buried there. I mean, all the, all the imagery that comes with it. So that was kind of, again... You know, of a eight, ten, twelve, however old I was, kind of impressionable young guy. Like this was my vision and my view of Ireland, and it's like, oh, this is so right. so cool! I can't wait to kind of go and check it all out. And I think that you know that it was the exact intent. You know, with some of the music that was put out from the, from the Irish American side of things, with the Bing Crosby's of the world back in the day too. So, and that was again my my intro to it. That's why it just struck a chord with me. I figured I was going to do this one for that purpose. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, and like I said, I'm not crazy about the Bing Crosby Irish stuff, but it is a beautiful song, regardless. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. It's, it's, it sounds really nice. Um, yep. And that's another theme that you see a lot in traditional Irish songs is leaving and wanting to be home and like kind of remembering what it's like at home. Like almost every song has an element of that. A lot of, a lot of the traditional songs talk about going to Australia or Van, yeah. Van Diemen's Land, you know, yeah. basically... If you break the law, you're going go, to prison, go to prison in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> you go in Australia, you're going to prison. And so a lot yeah, of songs actually ships, yeah. talk about that. Van Diemen's Land is was the prison. And right. that's, you know, a lot of songs that you hear sung in, in pubs and traditional Irish music is right. talking about uh, how I had to, I'm shipping off to Australia and I wish I could be back home. Or yeah. I, I took a ship to America to find work and I wish I could be back home, you know. Yeah. This guy made me um, marry this woman, and I wish I did. <laughs> <It> was home. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's you know the the fields of Athenry, you know, Athenry that I was going to do too, which which talks about yep. that's probably going to be the one I do next and all, but um because it's just turned into the ultimate song for rugby and soccer and and all that. But again, mm-hmm. that's that's the theme, you know. So, but yeah. when it, I saw Dropkick Murphys uh, one year, they played Fields of Athenry, but they had a kid come out who was just this massive Dropkick Murphys fan, and he was. Either Asperger's, I mean, he was definitely on on the spectrum. Um, okay. You know, he, he couldn't stop 
moving. He was really super nervous. And it was really nice because they brought him out and he sang this song and, and they just let him sing the entire song on Mike. Uh, the, and like, Fields of Athenry? Yeah, yeah really. and, he kill, and he killed it. And the whole crowd yeah. sang with him and it was a really cool moment. But that's a song that is, if you're if you're Irish and you listen to the music of your people, you know that song. You know every word to that song. Yes. You know? Yep. 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 Like, it's funny how many people know songs but only know choruses though too because that's what they sing in the pubs when they're drinking. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of good substance in some of these songs too. Um, you know, forever. Well, being they all a good tell stories. That. Yeah, right. They, they all tell stories. I was just gonna say. Yep. Yep. Like any yeah, any cool. traditional Irish song that you're gonna hear in the pub, like you could literally make into like a short film. Like you could yeah, tell that a, story a in a short yep. film. Yep. Because yep. they they tell very specific stories, and my song that we're talking about tonight tells a very specific story that I'll actually yep. the the story is written out in Wikipedia. I'll read it. It'll be good. Okay. But that's all I have. Um, a good one, traditional one. Um, again, a little on a schmaltzy, cheesy side and stuff, you know, up from the 40s. I think it was 47, 1947, something like that. But um figured if, if it's going to have something that's going to strike a chord with me, that's where I was going to start. My next one is going to be probably a little more offbeat and something that maybe has not been heard, but one of my all-time favorite Irish Celtic song stuff. But that's going to be the next episode, if we can do another one before St. Patrick's Day. So. Well, we don't need to do it for St. Patrick's Day, even if it's after St. Patrick's Day. You can still do okay. Irish okay. songs. I, w- I will let you do that. This isn't this isn't falling into Christmas because I listen to Irish music all year long. It was actually like I do too. my number two or my number three genre on my Spotify 2019 wrap-up thing. Yep, yep, without question. Um, the one thing that this song is missing that almost all the Irish, traditional Irish songs have is like a little bit of like smart-assery. <laughs> Smartassness, right. like a lot of them are, yep. have a little some tongue some tongue in cheek type jokes, or you know yep. they're a little bit of, uh, like wise ass wise cracks in them, uh, and this right. one doesn't have any of that. So, well, there is a version that does that. Yeah, that it's uh, make, is it the? Oh, hold on, let me guess. Makeum, right? Uh, what's his name? Tommy Makeum. Yeah, is it that one? It's it's always it him. might be. Yeah, I think it, it talks about a woman who has a tattoo of, of Galway Bay or something like that. You know, of Ireland on her back, and you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Clancy so brothers. You... The Clancy brothers. He's got a mouth as big as Galway Bay. <laughs> I heard yeah. that one. I, I listened to that one when I was before uh-huh. we got on. I did hear that. Yeah, they, so there they... are some joke ones out there, but I don't think Bing Crosby was uh, was doing that back in the day. So uh, the Pogues mentioned this song though. They in uh, their their uh, fairy tale of New York song, the Christmas song that they do. They mentioned mm-hmm. Galway Bay. The um... and see, I always when you mentioned this, I, my mind went to the song Botany Bay, which um... oh yeah. I always thought that that's what they were talking. I didn't even, my mind didn't even connect that it's a different name. But Botany yeah. Bay is more yeah. upbeat, and it's one of right. those leaving on a ship type songs. So, right. um, and if you remember correctly, we walked all along Galway Bay. Yep. When we were down, when in Galway stuff, that was yep. so that was kind of like full circle right there. So, perfect. Galway was awesome. So and we have we have some listeners in Ireland. So, folks in Ireland, nice. I'm, I'm sorry if I offend you with anything that we talk about, but also thank you for giving us amazing music, and we hope to come yeah. back and see you again. Ah, uh, please, can we go back? That was the the opportunity of a lifetime, and I, I still thank you every day for letting me come come on that. That was a dream come true. That was yeah, a great sure. trip. Yeah, I'm sure it was for the full week that I was working and you were roving around <laughs> on vacation. It was pretty um, awesome that I was walking all over Dublin while you were working. Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Kenny with Ear Floss, a music history podcast. 
Earfloss is a bi-weekly music history podcast where each episode, me and a co-host, usually Natalia, take an in-depth look at a different band or musician from all genres and all times. We go into their life, their career, their history, and we talk about their music. You can find Earfloss on CastBox at castbox.fm or wherever you listen to podcasts. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. Check it out. Earfloss, music history podcast. Hi, I'm Leah. And I'm Bethann. And we're She Will Rock You. She Will Rock You is a bi-weekly podcast about rock history. Each episode, we talk about an artist and their lives, but we do it a little differently. You see, we noticed there was a lack of ladies hosting music podcasts, so we wanted to fix it. And here we are, two badass millennial ladies talking about rock music our parents wouldn't let us listen to. As a bonus, you'll even get our beer recommendations at the end. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, don't don't do drugs! All right, let's talk about my song. So uh, I have uh, The Rocky Road to Dublin, which is another one of those songs that everyone has done. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's right right up there with... you know all the all the traditional ones you hear, like uh, like Finnegan's Wake and Black Velvet Band, and all the, all those songs. Um, it's one that everyone's done, and everybody does it pretty similarly. But what they do at the end of this song is they play a, a tune called "The Kid on the Mountain," uh, which is actually a slip jig. And so we'll we'll talk about that after we listen to it. But you'll hear when you listen to it, you'll hear when they switch from the Rocky Road to Dublin to this slip jig at the end. At the end of it, they just kind of go into it and then they play it for the rest of the song. So Okay. Um, I haven't heard this version. You'll see so what I mean. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's pretty cool. So uh, let's go listen to it. So click the links in the show notes, listen to the song, come back and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Thoughts, feelings. Very, a um, lot more traditional than I expected them to be. I thought it would be a little more punky. Um, is Gaelic Storm known as kind of a more traditional rather than a kind of contemporary? They do a mix. Band? They, they. Um, I mean, they're not, they're not a, an Irish punk band. You know, they're not the Rum Jacks. They're not Dropkick Murphys. No. They, they're not even in that, in that. Um, the same genre, right? They, they're not in that genre. No, they do play a lot of traditional songs, uh, and they use more traditional instruments. But they have songs that sound a lot more modern, and they use some electronic sounds in some of their songs and stuff. So okay. I guess they're I, more of I like. I guess a, that's what I was. I think that's what I was expecting more, more of the modern stuff with them. But it sounded very, very traditional. Yeah, well, this is a very old one of their older albums. Oh, okay. So I think you had this album. I think you had gotten this album after Titanic came out. <laughs> okay. And I don't think you ever played it, so you gave it to me because uh, I, sorry, CD? I plugged my computer in. Okay. Yeah, the CD because I because I was into the Irish stuff, and you gave it to me, and I just I listened to it, and I fell in love with the sound of it. It sounds new and modern because it's like a nice new, fresh recording, but it also has a very, very old sound to it in regards to. Right. It's almost all acoustic instruments. I think it is all acoustic instruments, um, and it's one drum. I mean, it's got that like that Boran in the back. That's all it's playing. Yep. Is that right. one drum, and you tried to play yours, which is just tiny and and adorable, but it yeah. has the Guinness it's logo cute. on it, so I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, it's it's got this really raw. Someday. Someday. It sounds like it's it sounds like it's it's could be played in, you know, the eighteen hundreds in some little farm town, 
but it's yep. it's a modern recording of it. So I, I really like that that sound that they get with it. It's super cool. And the thing about this song, th- like I said, if you listen to Irish music at all, you've heard this song, and you probably know most of the words if you listen regularly. And at the chorus, you know, it's one of those songs that never, there's like no breaks, especially right. in the chorus. Right. There's like no breaks in it. And usually they go right into that whack filoli, whack filoli da, which I'm not sure what, <laughs> what that is or what that means. Um, yeah, it comes up in other songs too. Somebody, somebody who lives I know. in uh, Ireland. <laughs> I know, oh, stupid <laughs> American. But um, <laughs> in this, they they do a break. They do a the, like that that drum kicks in for a couple beats. Oh, that's <laughs> a nice part. I love that part. Yep. Right before they do it, and it breaks it up, and it breaks it up just a little bit, and then they go into a little fiddle solo until the next verse starts. Right. And so, so feels frantic. What this story. It, yeah, well, it's this story. Um, let me tell you what it says on Wikipedia. It says it describes the adventures, troubles, the adventures and troubles uh, that the protagonist encounters on his travels. It's, it's about a, a guy that is traveling to Liverpool from from Tuam. I mean, it's a long song because the lyrics tell quite a pretty long pretty story. story huh? Yeah. So it says at the beginning. I'm just going to read this. This is from Wikipedia. Uh, cite my sources here. At the beginning of the song, the protagonist of the story states that he's. Off to reap the corn, meaning meaning he's off to seek his fortune. Corn can refer to any cereal grain such as wheat or barley and metaphorically refers to wealth. <laughs> he, he, he begins his journey by bidding farewell to his family and friends. He leaves his hometown of Tuam, which is in County, County Galway, uh, on foot and heads east, resting in Mullingar in County uh, Westmeath, where he charms the local women with his curious style, quote, uh, his Galway brogue and swagger. These are directly like from the lyrics. He says these things. Uh, next, he arrives in the capital, Dublin, and decides to tour the city, but is robbed of his meager possessions, attempts to locate the thief, and is mocked for his accent, <laughs> hops a ship in the harbor headed for England, and is placed uh, in, in the hold with the pigs, where he experiences severe sick- seasickness off the coast of Hollyhead, yeah. which, is, which is in Wales. Right. He arrives at the English city of Liverpool, where he's mocked by the locals because of his nationality. Losing his temper, he engages them in his fight using his blackthorn, blackthorn shillelagh, uh, which would just be so incredibly painful to get hit by, <laughs> but is outnumbered until a group of Irishmen from Galway come to his rescue. They join in the affray, uh, the first people who have helped him on his trip. That's the story. <laughs> it's So it's fun. It's a funny story. And like I said, you could like have a, a whole Netflix series uh, about this guy's <laughs> little little travel. You know, like it's just, it's so specific in telling these stories. And that's what a lot of Irish Isn't music that does. Isn't what Pink, Peaky Blinders was all about? No, okay, maybe not. <laughs> Peaky Blinders was great. You should watch that show. It is. Um, but no, this is good. not what that's about. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I love the story. I think it's fun. I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's an adventure song. And I just, I love the way that this bounces. You know, when he kicks into the second half of each verse, for example, when he says, uh, you know, off to Hollyhead, wish myself was dead. Like when he kicks into like that part of the verse, it like right. it, it jumps up another notch um, because it's like the the instrumentation is a little bit quiet in the beginning of each verse. But then when he goes into that second half, every, it's like everyone just starts strumming a little bit louder. Uh, it's like they, they just get into it more and you can feel like the movement of it. It just picks up pace and it picks up uh, in energy halfway through each verse but, that leads into the chorus. And then that chorus that, is that frantic, nonstop feeling. Isn't that your experience that I think anybody who plays it, that always kind of kicks up at the same time because it, it's just it, the, the song calls for that? Or you think it's just yeah, the Gaelic I mean, Storm's version? No, I think that's the that's the flow of it. Yeah. And this is the first version of this song that I had ever heard. So when I heard oh, okay. other versions where they don't have that drum break, it's like by the time the chorus is over, 
it's like they got to be out of breath, right? Like it, it feels almost too right rushed there. to me. Yeah. It feels like it's too rushed. Like they just keep going and going and going and going and going. And then the, that the course is over and it's like, <sighs> okay. yeah, <right. laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and I think if I knew the other versions before I had heard this one, then I, I wouldn't feel that way. But, um, right. it, it feels like that's like that little break is missing. And I really like that. And it makes it interesting. Makes it so stand in the same way that Bing Crosby was my kind of foray into it, this might have been some of your beginning stuff of uh, some of the Irish, the Irish music. Yeah, Glengarry Boys, Gaelic Storm, Enter the Haggis. Yep, yeah, that's they're Scottish, but well, Glengarry Boys are Canadian, so but right. they play right. a lot but of they traditional. Play traditional. I actually, Irish almost music, did a song yeah. by them. I I almost did one of their. I almost did Loch Lomond by them, but that's actually oh. a Scottish song. I almost so, did Welcome Patty Home. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so there's, I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many good good songs. We will we we will combine our Irish and Celtic music playlists and make that yes. available to any Patreon Un- supporters. Unapologetic, so. unapologetic. Sorry if we're offending anybody, yep. but it's it's stuff that we like in all different genres. Yeah, for sure. And then I was I talked about the kid on the mountain, which is the uh, the song that they change into. You you can sense when they stop playing Rocky Road to Dublin and they start playing the kid on the mountain. And this is something yep. that a lot of uh, modern Irish bands do. Irish, Celtic, Scottish, you know, tr- traditional. Bands that are playing traditional songs, whether it's the punk rock or more basic traditional sounds like this. Uh, and the Dubliners used to do this too, the Pogues. Like a lot of people do this. They'll, in Irish music, like you said, there's a lot of different variations, right? So there's songs right. and there's tunes. And the difference is tunes don't have words, songs have words. So we're going to do, I, I really want to do an entire episode where we just talk about uh, Irish tunes and Irish session tunes. Yep. And it's interesting because they didn't actually, Irish sessions, when we say Irish sessions, you know, when you go into a bar or a pub, if you're in, if you're from Ireland, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you're living in like Boston and you go into an Irish pub and there's a group of musicians around a table drinking and playing music and they're just, there's no words or anything. They're just all playing the same song together. That's an Irish session. Um, and there's a lot right. that goes into it. So I don't want to get too into it, but they're playing Irish tunes and if you call one of those tunes a song, you'll like get asked to leave. Um, <laughs> it's an insult. This Rocky Road to Dublin, Rock, Rocky Road to Dublin is an Irish song, right? right? Molly Malone is an Irish song. Kid on the Mountain is an Irish tune. It's a session tune. tune. So right. it's it's one of those those things where all the instruments they're going to be playing the same melody together, and they're structured it, in it, a way that it's like. There's one. There's two parts, and you play them one after the other, and then again, right. and then again, and you and around and, and around and around, right? Yeah, and there's a there's a, a more defined structure than that to these different types of songs, you know. That, and there's they're different. Sorry, tunes, um, and they're different. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of different types, of, and it depends on the time signature. So there's jigs and slip jigs and horn pipes and reels and like I'll go through that in the next episode, but. This is a slip jig. You don't need to worry about what that means right now, but it's an <laughs> Irish tune that's tagged on to a traditional Irish song. A traditional song. And a right. lot of bands do this. They either tack it on in the beginning or in the middle, throughout the whole song, or at the end. Usually right. I hear it at the end. They'll play a traditional song, and then as the song is ending, instead of just ending the song, they'll go into a tune, and they'll play that tune for a little while, right. which is really super cool. Um, and I And it's cool because you can hear the same songs played with different tunes, which is just really interesting because you know the tune and you know the song and then you but know you this other know tune and they're mixed. Right. They're, they're all different variations. Um, 
And you, so you can basically do that with anything. If you play it in the same key and the same time signature, or you have a transition into a different time signature for a specific tune, like you can do that all day. It's pretty cool. Well, and you think about it from a musician's point of view, it must be pretty satisfying after you play some traditional music, especially if you're playing it live, to all of a sudden kind of just go into this tune mm-hmm. where you're playing stuff that you enjoy that's going to be a lot more native rather than what the, the natives all want, or excuse me, what the tourists all right. want. And even when we were over there on island, the only time we heard traditional music was in the, the touristy kind of bars in the evenings. But when we really went deep and we went to Doolin and we went to find some of these places that have traditional music, mm-hmm. you know, Calm, 9.30, yeah. was, it all kicked in and it was this, it was just sessions music where you just sat and watched and appreciated everybody sitting around. And the place is packed. And it wasn't a word song. It wasn't any traditional, it wasn't Finnegan's Wake. It wasn't all the other songs that you'd expect. It was none of that. And I think that's what we were searching for almost the entire time we were mm-hmm. there. With the exception of when we were in uh, Galway, and went to that's what I that that's what I wanted bar. to experience, you know. Yeah, and we went to yeah. we went to the King's Head, and we heard that Kings of Con band, and they were really good. Those young guys and stuff, they were traditional, and they played some traditional music too. But yep. every almost every one of their songs, they always kind of broke into a reel or something at the end as well. So that was something that they followed that same kind yeah. of pattern. Yeah, it's great. It adds it adds different interesting elements into each song, and it make you 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 make a song your own by pick basically you pick a tune that you like get it in the right key, figure out a way to, to morph into that time signature and you have your own version of a, of a song. And this is what they Just did here. Go. And what I was saying is funny is, it, you know, when Gaelic Storm, they were the, the session band, I guess you could say, in Titanic. And it's funny because uh, Irish music sessions didn't actually come about till the 1960s. It's actually a pretty new phenomenon. Like it seems really? like something. It seems like something that should have been going on since like the 1600s, right? But right, um, right. In, it, it's, in traditional it's, pubs all over over the country, right? Yeah, it's a fairly new thing, and I think it was actually maybe I don't want to say it was started in America. I need to do more research, but I know it. It, it and I'm sh- I'm sure there's some people who would disagree with this, and I'm sure there's some some back and forth opinions on it. But uh, what I've heard is that sessions like that traditional Irish session where people are sitting in the pubs and drinking and playing stuff and all the rules and and unwritten regulations that surround it that didn't come around till the 1960s which wow, is cool okay um, I have to research that. So that's, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, well we're going to do some research and I highly recommend anyone who's interested in Irish session tunes because there's so much that goes into it. It's very complicated and it, there's it's not just about music. It's about community it's about stories it's about traditions and all kinds of stuff you know drinking beer having a pint or having some whiskey or or tea is like a big part of it like it's not just because you're in a pub like there's so many things that go into irish sessions and irish session music and tunes Uh, i highly recommend if anyone's interested in it to listen to a podcast called irish music stories i think it's called irish music stories uh it's with a woman out of she's out of the boston area and she's played all over the world in different sessions and stuff and it's uh she just has some really cool stories she has a very pleasant voice she'd be fantastic if she you know did one of those story readings that help people fall asleep because she's got a really beautiful voice but um it's a really good show and she plays a lot of session music and there's a lot of cool stories in it too so and and explains what goes into it and some of the traditions and and all too in a way it's mostly surrounding uh stories the stories that come along with playing at these irish sessions and stuff the stories that are passed down the stories that that happen when you're doing it so it's really cool but like i said we're gonna get really into session tunes in the next episode because i really want to get into the structure and teach people about it a little because it's really super interesting to me but what i love about this is that they 
it's a great example of combining a set a, a Irish tune with an Irish song and making it work really seamlessly. So that's all. Nice. So, and your thing about the, uh, the Titanic was that that was supposed to be, you know, back in the day, obviously 1918, whatever the year was, the Titanic sank and right. Sessions music in a traditional sense probably wasn't happening in steerage. Right. Like and I that. know they weren't really having like a session because a session is usually like for the musicians. The musicians get together and they play for themselves and they play for each other. They right. play together. Rather than they're than not putting on a show. And, they're not putting yeah, on right. playing music for people to dance. Right. They're not playing music for people to applaud them or anything like that. So I guess this is more like those in on the Titanic scene, they're getting together to play music so people can dance because it's a party. To, so to entertain the people downstairs. Yeah. You know, so I the, guess if, if that's levels, the right, case, right. then yeah, I guess it'll fit. But if they intended right. it to be like a session like you would see at a pub these days, then it's the history is not there. And fast forward, and I'm going to embarrass you for a second. When we did your uh, your wedding, yeah, if you remember this, I'm, I'm sure you remember. This, oh when yeah. We did the um the rehearsal dinner. We turned the Woodbound Inn into a uh, a traditional Irish pub mm-hmm. and we hired some local musicians who are Irish musicians and we had them as a sessions band in the corner no no introductions no singing no everybody you know stop and pay attention to the show just kind of playing in the corner because we wanted that kind of vibe and I think we pulled it off you know with yeah. the local guys who doing yeah, that Yeah for so. sure I'm yeah. surprised any of us remember that because I don't know why you decided to do this but you made it an open bar and offered Jameson as one of the yes. options there, so many, many bottles were consumed, yep. and I'm surprised that any of us remember it. <laughs> so, You're welcome. Yeah, that was a, a really fun night, and uh, yep. I love Gaelic Storm. Uh, there are some songs by them that I don't love because they are a little too modern. They they do do a lot of songs that are really kind of funny and like kind of goofy and silly, but they do a <laughs> lot of songs that sound like this, too. If you like this song, I recommend uh, their version of The Hills of Connemara. In which they do it, yes. they they do another tune. Jack Ryan's polka is a tune that they tag on to that song, uh, which is really cool. That's actually one of the first tunes that I learned on my Irish tenor banjo, and which nice. I'm still learning. I don't have it down yet, but and then another song that they that they do that's kind of in the same vein as this is called Johnny Jump Up, and it's literally it's about drinking cider and making poor decisions. So that's fun, <laughs> which is a theme with Ireland as well. No. Yeah, right. With Irish, Irish songs um, sometimes. Not Ireland in general, but Irish, Irish music sometimes. Sorry again if I, I just offended everybody in Ireland. But And if you think about it, what, what you just described is maybe the the origins of traditional jam bands. Think yeah, about maybe. That. So yeah. you play a song. I'm sure there's some All of a sudden, like, okay, let's, let's break into a jam for 20 more minutes, and it happens to be an Irish tune and stuff, but... You know, that that's kind of the definition of what jam bands do all the time. The, that three and a half minute song turns into a 20 minute version when you're watching them live. You know, so. Yeah. See what I did there? And it's funny, like that doesn't, that, that doesn't happen with the, uh, the Irish punk bands, you know? No, no. It's speed, get through it and quick and then it's over. Yeah. yeah. To the next song. Yeah. All right. So I don't like That's I don't it. have too much uh, more about that song. I, I really want to talk more about Irish session music because I, I love it and I have a lot of stuff going on in my mind about it. So we're, we're going to try to do an episode uh, strictly talking about that before St. Patrick's day, if we can, and and teaching how that works, but real quick, you can look at your playlist if you need to, what is your top five to 10 traditional or non-traditional go-to Irish Celtic music that you listen to that that you go to around this time of year. And if there's any specific versions of it that you like, you can, Hit yep. me with it. Fields of Athenry. Yeah. Um, and probably by the Dubliners. 
mm. is a good is a good version of it. Galway Girl by Sharon Shannon. No, I don't love uh, Ed Sheeran's version, but I like uh, no, I like ugh, her version. No. Ed Sheeran. Um, Black Velvet Band and Raglan Road are probably two of my my next favorites. Uh, and I like actually, believe it or not, um, Van Morrison doing those. He does with the Chieftains. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple, and these are ones I was going to think about doing too. Uh, I like um, some Pogue stuff, um, "Love You Till the End," which isn't doesn't feel as 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 uh, as, as Ireland. It feels more like an English version of stuff, but um, I just love it because it's the Pogues. And um, Boston Rose by the Wolf Tones, and probably uh, Claire Island by the Saw Doctors. Saw Those Doctors, are my top, nice. Probably six, seven. Yep. Yep. All right. So, what do you what do you got? You got all right, five, yeah, more, more traditional stuff that people will know. Well, and forever by the Dropkick Kick Murphys too. I have to throw in there. So yeah. sorry. Okay. Um, so stuff that people will definitely know. Galway Girl is very important to me. My wife loves that song, and so we we play yep, we play that a lot. That actually was a song that was also part of our wedding. That song. I really like Finnegan's Wake by almost anyone. Barley Juice does a pretty good version of it. They also do a decent version of Tell Me Ma, which is a good one. That's kind of a yes. kind of an old nursery rhyme yep. type song. Um, yep. I always like Molly Malone. The Dubliners do a really good version of that. And if I had to do one more... Oh, the Irish Rover is is my favorite kind of tradition. Irish Rover, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, re- the version that I really like is by uh, the Kilkenny's. It's not... It okay. Can, yeah, cannot, yeah, yeah. It cannot be found on Spotify. The only version that they did of it that I can find is a live recorded. It's like recorded live from the crowd. Uh, it's on YouTube, and they just I love the way that they do that song. It's different from anyone else I've ever heard, and uh, really, it's. And why do you think that's not available? I don't know. I guess maybe they didn't record it, or they don't have much available on Spotify. So uh, oh. that's why I didn't do that song because if I did that song, I really wanted to do that version. Yeah. I thought that's what you were going to do. That's when you were leaning towards when we were talking last week. So. But I wanted to make sure I had something that was easily available for people to listen to. So okay, then gotcha. uh, I also have, I also have songs that people probably won't know uh, unless they are really into Irish music and they kind of go down that rabbit hole. Um, one is Shaban by the Tossers. Uh, oh, I, I really like, like that one. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, they're much heavier than a lot of the other. I mean, they're they're a hard punk band. Um, Barley Juice again. They have a a fantastic song called Celtic Girl, and they wrote that. So that's their that's their Celtic song. Girl, and they do a really funny song called Weekend Irish. Yep, Weekend Irish is good too. Yep. Um, there's a song called The Cobbler's Daughter, which is fairly well known. That's an old song, but yep. there's a band called Crack in the Stone. That's C R A I C, like fun, crack in the like stone. Crack, yeah. Um, okay. And they do a really beautiful version of that song. I'm just, I'm literally just going down my list to see like which ones I listen to a lot when I listen to this. Glengarry Boys, anything by the Glengarry Boys, but my favorite one by them is uh, Donald McGillivray, oh, which okay. is not on Spotify, unfortunately. It's on one of their first albums, but yep. um, they do a again, really good job. Again, Welcome Patty Home, I think is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yep, and then shout, the last shout one. Shout out to Gary Boys. Yeah, and then the last one that I'm going to highlight on here because I have a lot of them, but the last one that I want to point out here that's very cool that I I almost did this one instead as well is called Biker Hill B Y K E R Biker Hill by the Cutters C O T T A R S. Very very cool song, traditional tune. You'd rec- hmm. you'll recognize the melody of it. It's a really? melody okay, that's used that for other ones, um, and I can play it for you when we're done, but. Okay. Um, it's very, very sparse. It's f- like four singers that have really tight harmonies and they're really, really 
cool delivery of this song, and it's basically just them with a very basic drum beat that doesn't kick in till like the second verse or third verse. So nice. it's pretty cool. Okay. Um, listen for so that. yeah, check those out. And... Right. Uh, can I even throw? Can I throw a few more on there too? Sure. St. Patrick's um, Day. When, Go ahead. When we when we were over at uh, at uh, Dublin, we ended up meeting a guy that was doing a show. His name was Josh Olachlin. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't cool. know if it's a long lost uh, cousin from my cousins of my cousin kind of thing, <laughs> but uh, we he and I have stayed in touch, and he has uh, some new album out. He does a lot of very traditional music. He's a great banjo player. His stuff, kind of check that out. And of course, we have to throw in there. I'll take you home again, Kathleen, because of your sister mm-hmm. and my and my uh, my little girl. And yeah. then one that I think we we forgot that we need to put on is um, Star of the County Down, which I love too. And again, that's that's a Van Morrison tune. And then my one Glenn, of my favorites. Glenn Gary is, boys do a killer version of that song. Yes, yes. As do the High Kings, but the live. Yes, version, High Kings. I have that version. As the well. live version is better. Yep. And then. Um, the song by again by the uh, the wolf I believe it's wolf tones is Streets of New York, mm-hmm. which is an almost an opposite love song f- to Ireland, but living in New York and Brooklyn stuff. Kind of cool imagery and all too. Uh, sad story as as it always is because someone dies at the end. But right, you know, pretty pretty cool story stuff. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> one of those that a lot of people may not know about, but when you hear, it, it's like, oh, I can see why somebody would like this. So. Yeah, throw those on there. Love it. So yeah. songs that I stay away from. Because I've gone so deep into uh, this stuff, the songs that I tend to stay away from are "Danny Boy," "I'll Take You Home Again," Kathleen, "When Irish Eyes Are Smiling," "Smiling," yeah, um, yeah. all that stuff. But, the unicorn song, nope. Oh, hey, don't it, come no. near me with the unicorn but, song. But when I die, you play better play "Danny Boy" at my funeral on bagpipes. Okay. No, I'm gonna play "Thunder Road." Okay, that do it too. Okay. You, can do, you can do both. <laughs> Get out of here. Processional and recessional. That's awesome. Okay. All right. No, Danny Danny Boy has to be pop because of that. So. Um, okay. So that's, I mean, that's our St. Patrick's Day traditional Guinness. Irish song uh, podcast episode. But like I said, look for one more, maybe a little bit shorter, maybe longer because we'll just have so much to go into. But um, one more episode about traditional Irish session music. That's going to be pretty interesting. And happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Big, uh, make good decisions. Enjoy green beer, but don't be that guy. Yeah, you know? don't be that guy. Don't be obnoxious. Uh, no, like just you know, re- re- remember why St. Patrick's Day exists and be respectful and enjoy it. But you know, don't dress up like a leprechaun. Yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, my buddy used to live in Newport, and he, you know, they have a big St. Patrick's Day parade every year in Newport. And he said that his one of his favorite days living in Newport is always the day after the St. Patrick's Day parade <laughs> because he sits there outside the police station and watches all the the like minors that got arrested for being drunk in public <laughs> like get released from their overnight stints in right. in the cell. And, and it's they're all just dr- and they're super. They're, yeah, they're like walk of shaming in green. It. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're super embarrassed, and half of them are getting picked up by their parents, and it's just, he said it's hilarious, so. <laughs> nice. So that's, nice. Uh, America, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> this is why This is why the world hates us, guys. Yeah, right. Well, that's one reason. All right, let's finish up. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now, and find us on Facebook and Twitter we, and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram, we are at YNL podcast. And are you ready? If you have an Alexa device, you can just say, Alexa, play You're Not Listening podcast, and it will come up because uh, it's on Apple Music too. How th- cool is that's that? That's cool. 
that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So do that. Tell your friends. Engage with us on social media or email us. We are not listening pod at gmail.com. YNL podcast wasn't available for that. So <laughs> reach out to us there. <laughs> Check out our website, ynlpodcast.com, where you can find our Patreon page where you can support us and you can find some sweet swag. We have a T Public page that has some t shirts and mugs and phone cases and stickers and uh, whatever you can imagine, tote bags, whatever you want. Nice. With, uh, with the ear logo and with the full album art that you see. Uh, on our podcast. So check all that stuff out. And I want to thank you guys for listening and talk to you next time. Salacha. It's NFL draft season. And that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.